This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. In a world without a single unified voice, humanity has been left searching for answers to the unknown. Now, one podcast has the power to change that and to spread its voice across the earth for all mankind to hear. Welcome to Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. My name is Sean Ray, and this week is not a regular roundtable discussion like we usually do. I'm bringing you a recording of a Q&A panel that I hosted at Magic City Con back in the summer of several actors that were on The Walking Dead. Now, these are not actors like Andrew Lincoln or Jeffrey Dean Morgan or someone like that. These are actors that have played some smaller roles. Uh, One of them actually played a walker several times on the show. But it's actors like Nadine Marissa, Jason Douglas, Justin Kuslin, and Savannah Jade Weehunt. And once uh, you start listening to our discussion, you'll realize that you do know these actors and you've probably seen them in other things. And I really enjoyed hosting this uh, hosting this panel. I hope you guys enjoy listening to it. Uh, come on over to the website. All the shows on the network have come out with new episodes in the last week or so, so we've got plenty of stuff for you to listen to. Uh, make sure you rate, review, subscribe to all that stuff so that we can get the shows out Uh, and get noticed by more people that's something that we always appreciate you guys doing for us so with that said i'm going to stop talking i'm going to play the theme music and i'm going to let you listen to this q a panel of the walking dead that i did at magic city con 2019 we interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating Welcome to Cosmic Potato, the super fan talk podcast. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. We've got you covered with everything from Marvel to Star Wars. I'm glad you asked that because I wanted to take this time to explain my evil plan. Classic films, trivia games, and beyond. Come to the coast and get together, have a few laughs. Now, on with the show. Keep the change, you filthy animal. You guys, way in the back, come on up front. There's plenty of seating. There's no way back there. She's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) They should make an announcement out there. Is there a PA somewhere? Nothing I know of. Probably, that's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, they just, they hand out the schedule when you register or something. Just show up. I guess so. Yeah. Maybe we should all do like one of those little conga line parades through the and just kind of, you know. Should we go ahead and start? Because Nadine may be tied up with somebody wanting an autograph. I thought, no, she's not at her table. I, oh, I, uh, I saw her leave her table about. She probably was just going to her room real quick. Um, but that's okay. We can. Uh, Is it time? It's 5 Yeah, it's 5 yeah. woman now. So. Exactly. We can go ahead and start. Okay. Hey everybody, welcome to the Walking Dead panel. My name is Sean Ray. I do a couple podcasts with Cosmic Potato, the Superman Talk podcast. But we are here to talk to several several actors who have been on the Walking Dead. We've got, uh, well, Nadine Marissa. Hopefully she'll be here in a few minutes. Uh, Jason Douglas. Hello. Hello. Jason <laughs> Douglas. They played uh, Tobin. That's right. On the Walking Dead. We've got uh, Justin Kuslin. We play Ethan on The Walking Dead, and we have Savannah Jade Weehunt. And you played a zombie several times. You were the governor's daughter, right? Yes, and I also was the photo double stand double and stand in for Carl, Sophia, and Penny. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> so um, we're going to let you guys, if, if you guys have any questions, raise your hand. I'll come over with a microphone. I've got questions that I'll ask. All of you guys, how did you uh, how did you guys get started on The Walking Dead? I mean, we just go across. Certainly. Yeah, I was uh, I was uh, auditioning for the show from really from the beginning, uh, and uh, uh, I think 
I guess it, I guess it was I don't know if it was at Midway first or second season when we, when we met when they when we got to the farm. Yeah, so that's, like, that's, that's really actually when I started like auditioning in earnest, and I think I read for uh, Merle and Otis, oh. and uh, yeah, they, they just didn't work out, and uh, and then I didn't, and, I, and then I didn't audition again for a while, uh, and uh, and then I auditioned for. Now I'm trying to think if uh, if I got this job, I did a movie called Snitch in Shreveport. And uh, I worked with John Berntall, yeah. and, uh, and, uh, and so he and I were chatting, and it was, and, and it's, it's completely unrelated, but it's just weird the way things kind of happen. Because uh, I told him, he was like, oh yeah, you'd be great on the show, and I told him I had read for those, you know, role. He's like, oh, you would have made a great, you know. And uh, anyway, he was very supportive, and it was very cool, and we hit it off, and then really soon after that, I got cast as Tobin. And uh, uh, so that's it, you know. Just yeah. you just you just hammer those auditions, and, uh, and and hopefully you make an impression. Uh, a lot of actors will you know tell you you know like, I got cast in this, but they already knew me from something right. else, or they've yeah. been they've been seeing me you know audition you know. So they just they kept keeping me in mind until the right role came along. So. Okay, Savannah, how did you get started? Um, I well, I submitted. I was doing like. Crazy Haunted House stuff, that's where I started all of my crazy stuff. Um, and I had a friend that worked on season one of uh, Walking Dead, and they were casting for season two, and my friend said, hey, uh, you're tiny and you've been a zombie, you're used to makeup and prosthetics, like you should apply. So I applied, and then two weeks later I got an email that was like, hey, uh, come and meet with us for contact lens fitting and all this stuff, and I said, okay, this is cool. I did not know what The Walking Dead was at all. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I was like, it's a zombie thing, cool. And I get paid for it, so sweet. Um, so I um, I told my mom, and she like absolutely had a meltdown. She was like, you don't understand. This is the coolest thing you've ever done. And I was on set. I did uh, the premiere for season two. And about two weeks later, I got a call that said, hey, you fit the size, um, the exact sizes to be uh, the double and stand-in for Sophia, would you like to do it? And I was like, okay, cool, never done that before, that sounds fun. And then um, she met her demise, and then after that, they were like, and you also fit all the sizes for Carl. Do you also want to be Carl? And I was like, okay, I'll do that too. And it just kind of like kept like, Spiraling, so some days I'd be a zombie, some days I'd be Carl, some days I'd be a zombie, some days I'd be Sophia. So it was like a really weird thing. I got to see both ends of the spectrum, and I think that's what's so cool about it is some of the scenes that I got to shoot as Carl and then reverse and then do the same scene as, as a walker is pretty cool because. I guess not a lot of people got to see both ends of the spectrum. You're just a human or you're a walker. You're never both. So you, are you still doing work on the show now? No. No, okay. I'm, not. I'm doing other work. How many, how many different zombies have you been on The Walking Dead? If I were to answer that simply, <laughs> it would be a lot. Like, yeah. I don't really know. Really? Because it would, I mean, I'd be in situations where I'd do full makeup with Greg Nicotero and then he'd take all my makeup off to be Carl and then they put me all back in different makeup. So, oh, wow. like, like, in one night I would be two or three different walkers. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan, how did you get started on the walking Oh, I, at first, let me apologize. I'm so sorry. The elevators are broken, so I just walked this way. I found that out the, the hard way, too, yeah. <laughs> Up and down. My, my Apple Watch is going to love that. If I had it on, that'd be great. <laughs> um... I'm originally from Texas, so um, the audition came through and like her, I didn't know what The Walking Dead was. It had been on for a couple seasons. My kid was a really big fan, but I just, I didn't know. And I was actually auditioning for a different show and I was really bummed about that show. And I was like, golly, you know, and <laughs> this came through and I was like, okay, let's just do this, you know. Um, and ironically, because I had not watched The Walking Dead, I shared the story with him earlier, um, one of the requests on the audition was to, uh, they wear fabric over their head a lot. A lot of people wear fabric over their head. And when they said fabric over their head, I did not know that they, but you know, they just tied around their head. So I wrapped it as a hijab because it's the only wrap I do. Right. And sure enough, when it came back, 
when I when I got the call that I made it and I went on, the character who I read for was now wearing a hijab. So I don't know whether that just solidified my job or not. Oh, okay. Obviously it stood out, so yeah. And I have not met the divine <laughs> that I know of. We don't know. We don't know. As of today. Your phone will ring. As of yeah. season, as of season, I don't you put that on me. Put that on me. Jerry meets me right now. Jerry meets me. Yes. Jerry and my kids need me. Right. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry and my kids need me. Right. Justin, how'd you get started? Hello. Hello. Um, I auditioned for it. I think since the beginning as well. Um, and nothing ever stuck, but they kept asking me to audition. It was becoming kind of like uh, Army Wives. <laughs> I auditioned for Army Wives like a million times and never got on that show, so I thought that's what was happening. Um, but, you know, I kept the composure and just rolled with the flow, and then I auditioned for Dwight, and Scott Kippel came back with uh, different sides, and that was all of a sudden robbing a convenience store. Pretty sure there's no convenience stores where there's a clerk and anything in one day. So <laughs> I did the audition, sent, they sent it back. They sent back emails that Scott Kimber wants you to read as the clerk. I was like, okay. So I read as the clerk. So reverse, reverse positions. You know, I was the guy robbing the store, and I'm the guy being robbed. And then I was at work bartending in a club in St. Pete, and my agent called and was like, hey, you booked it. Awesome. Um, do you guys have any questions? Anybody? Is there any kind of a, did they look down on you saying zombies on the street? Because I know that they call it walkers. If, they, if you say zombie on the set, does anybody? Uh, they will correct you. They will? they will correct you. Do they? Yeah, it's it's kind of a, I've had, I've been on set with like a few like, like newbies. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a zombie. And I'm like, don't say that. <laughs> I was like, if Greg hears you say that, he will eat you alive. I'm like, Walker. Now, um, Nadine, you played on another one of my favorite shows. You were on Better Call Saul. Yeah. And you were the clerk that Bob Odenkirk is trying to bribe with a bean baby. <laughs> he's, he's, first of all, they had, on, on that set, they had over 200 beanie babies. Oh, really? Yes, so she really was crazy beanie babies. He's so fun to work with. Yeah, There's Mr. Show, that, yeah. Very first episode that we did together, he had that glass between us, and they kept cleaning that glass, and he kept like blowing on it and writing names and messages to <laughs> on it, and they had to keep cleaning it, and he thought it was the most hilarious thing. Like he's big, that, that was a fun one too. Were you a Breaking Bad fan before you did that? I, I watched Breaking Bad for a couple seasons, and then, you know, you get so busy auditioning and doing things that you don't really get to catch up on TV. I yeah. think probably Netflix and, like, um, the DVR is like your best friend. You just... That's funny, because I think the, the people that I talk to that work in TV watch the least amount of TV. <laughs> <laughs> At all. But, um, Jason, um, so Tobin is kind of a special guy, because Carol doesn't really connect with a, a lot of people. She right. kind of goes off and she's a she's a loner most of the time. So um, she's a fan favorite. What was it like getting involved, getting involved with a character that that is a fan favorite that uh, that doesn't really show that side of that side of her character? Well, her character very much. working with Melissa is uh, was wonderful, and and so and it was exciting for me as a as a kind of a minor character that was maybe starting to bubble up a little bit to be connected uh, with uh, such a major character uh, as Carol. Um, but what I didn't know uh, was um, how, how can I say this diplomatically, how enthusiastic some of our fan base is about yeah. shipping characters. <laughs> and, uh, and and Tobin was not the one that they were looking at shipping, shipping with. In fact, I had to be introduced to that term, shipping. Really? <laughs> and uh, it was, it's one of those words that make my brain itch, because I'm like, that's not what that word means. Uh, but Tell me what that means. Uh, it's when, it, it's shipping is actually short for relationship, and it's when you... It's when you're, we're watching a show and you think he belongs with her, and that becomes the ship. It's a basis for a lot of fan fiction. A lot of fan fiction, yeah. Yeah, you have your favorite shows, your characters, like, um, obviously there's going to be a lot for Carol and Daryl. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's the big ship on the show is Carol and Daryl. Yeah, and so and people like the we see on the show we okay, but I would rather have you and you together. This seemed like she was trying to adapt to yeah. this life in Alexandria. Right. She tried to adapt but it's a. I think it's a relationship that made sense for the moment, for that period of time and for her. And I, and I, I was actually interested at shows like this. I would meet with some hardcore Carol fans, and some of them were like, you know, like, I, nice to meet you, but like, you know, you know and, I said, and I actually would talk to them and try to talk them into understanding. And, and actually, I. I I'd like to think I brought a couple of them around that I think they were, they had just blocked out the possibility that, you know, as a character, she has agency over her, you know, self, you know, right. and, and, and had, if you consider the, the past, like her, the character's past, you know, being in an abusive relationship right. and all that she's gone to, through to become who she had become, I was like, doesn't she have a right to kind of peel off with like a gentle, kind person that is treating her well and you know like these are considerations that someone at her station and also her station in life mm-hmm. you know here's a guy of similar age they're roughly middle-aged you know characters right. um, and, and I just thought it made sense on a lot of levels but a lot of fans there were I won't say a lot but you know in, in, out of the tens of millions of Walking Dead fans there's a very vocal hardcore fan you know core uh, that kind of peel off into different factions, and you know that those those Daryl Carroll shippers are right. their own kind of Carole special. Meal. Yeah, Carol Yeah, I must say it's the shipping. Kings and all the way forever. Everyone yeah. is like Nabila and Jerry, so I've never ran across that <laughs> <Yeah>. person <laughs> that's you know. Yeah. But it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a weird situation sometimes for the actors because fans sometimes do they kind of. Overly identify the actor with the character, and and, and I, I got a lot of hate, uh, you know, hate tweets on social media right. uh, for no reason, like at all, just kind of, you know, talking publicly about the thing and, and like how dare he, you know, claim this kind of. I didn't like, write the script. Yeah, yeah it's so <laughs> weird. It's such yeah. a weird thing, and you just have to like, I was not awake to the this kind of. Try killing Rick. What's that? Yeah, try killing Rick and see. Oh, 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 yeah, sure. Yeah, hit. There's a hit on you, brother. Yeah. So. At least you didn't get Dwight because we all hate Dwight. Yeah. Dwight, are you working still? Yeah. So all of you guys kind of uh, uh, came on the show after it had been on for a while. So were you, were you nervous? Which you, you kind of talked about this a little bit, but were you nervous about coming onto a show that already had an established fan base and uh, actors that had all been kind of already working together for a while? Maybe. I I don't think I, I I wasn't because when when you come on and anyone who works with you know works with us, you know that you immediately become part of a family. That's like good. immediately, you start making like lifelong friends, and you don't you don't know how long you're going to be there or when you're going to come back or even if you are, but. Um, you, you know, all, all you can do, all any actor can do is to do the work. If you do the work, then people are going to love you regardless. Look at, you know, Jerry's one of the most popular characters now, and he came in season seven. Right. And yeah. you, if they're going to love you, they're going to love you. If they're going to hate you, sorry, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to, you know, they're, they're going to hate you. I think it's all about just wanting to do the work. And the good thing is, you must be really good to be the kind of person that they hate, because... Yeah. You've really sold your job. You've really done your job, you know. So, Xander Berkeley is a good example of that. Fantastic actor. Fantastic as Gregory. I loved him every time he came on screen. But fans hated him. Fans hated Gregory. And I was just like, okay, I know you hate the character, but like, look at how awesome Xander Berkeley is at playing that character. Like, he's making you hate him. Like, he's like, watch what he's doing. There's so much nuance in his work. Like, please don't, you know, get, you know, hate the character if you want, but, like, give the actor props. Like, he's doing a great right. job. Exactly, yeah. And Justin Cutt killed him, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, Justin, what's the, 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 there was a rumor a few years ago that you might be playing a, a Marvel character. Is that still a possibility? Or? Oh, really? 
Yeah, tell him over. Yeah. He would I, make a good Aquaman, though, no lie. I'm trying to get the Aquaman. Sorry, <laughs> 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 cast love. I don't know. I would definitely put you up there. Yeah, that is that's a DC character, but um, Savannah, how long does how long does it take to get made up as a as a walker? That's like my favorite question of all time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So it's so like total inside thing. I um I did a convention a few years ago um with uh, a couple of female film directors, uh, the Soskas, and every single time somebody would ask me how long did it take my makeup to get done, we had to take a shot. And so by the end of the con day one, it was not a great day. <laughs> um, it depends on what I'm doing. If it's just like general, like, I'm a zombie all the way. Zombie walker. All the way in the very back where nobody can see me. Like, you're talking 10 minutes, 15 minutes. But if you're doing a super detailed shot, my longest makeup was three and a half hours. Wow. Yeah, I've, I've heard them say that some of the walkers that are way off in the back may just have a rubber mask on or something like that. Yeah, they just throw some blood on you. There yeah. you go. You're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> two of your characters have died. Well, three of your characters have died if you count Savannah. <laughs> but two of your characters have died. So uh, I know they, they some, of the, some of the characters that I've heard interviewed after their characters died said that they didn't find out until they got the script for that episode that they were going to die. Was that the case with, with you guys, or did you know when your arc started how, how it was getting in? Um, I got a phone call from Scott Gimple, um, I want to say maybe two weeks before we were supposed to shoot the episode. Yeah. Yeah, and I was um, having lunch with, I think, my wife and some other people. Uh, and, and what was funny is, I know what it was, she was having lunch with some people, and like, our. We had car trouble, so I think I had gone up to like help her out. Maybe it was a weird thing, and so I'm sitting there by the broken down car, like like taking this, like having this conversation with Scott, and like I'm trying to make him feel because he calls and he's got this kind of like very like it's been so great to have you on the show, and he, you know he's like he's got this kind of little boilerplate thing that he's he knows he's got to say, but he's like trying to break it to you. Like I knew what the call was. Yeah. It's not every day that your phone lights up from I think Santa Monica and it was like, I don't know, I, I just I knew. Jason and Scott. Okay. <laughs> hey Scott, I know you didn't call me just that chit chat, did you? What's going on? And uh, yeah, and so I mean for me it was a it was a phone call heads up. So uh, which was a this is a nice thing. Because you're finding out before anybody else gets the script. Right. Yeah. So Okay. What about you, Jason? I was a fan of the comic books, so when I found out, they didn't tell me a character name until like after I already booked my flight to go there, and then they gave me the character name, I just went to my box. Yeah. They found out, and then they, it was like one of the, I think it was one of the first scenes that played out 100% authenticity right from the page of the comic. Right. Like word for word, scene from scene. And sometimes they change. Sometimes they, they changed a lot of stuff from the comics to the TV show. So did you? Absolutely. Even there's like there's a thing on comicbook.com where they overlap my dialogue with the pages from the comic. Mm -hmm. It was pretty cool. Yeah. They, yeah. And your. So I knew. I knew I was. Your character, I think, is the only one of the characters represented here that was in the comics. Yes. Yeah. Well, Tobin was in the comics. Oh, oh that's right. That's right. Tobin was. Yeah. Did you guys? Did any of you guys read the comics? Before you, I, I was not a, I was not a fan of the comic. I, I wasn't like, I didn't hate the comic. I just didn't read it. I yeah, didn't, I mean, yeah, I hadn't read it. Yeah. Um, is there? Uh, well, Jason, what was it like uh, working with Kevin Smith? Oh, he's a riot. Yeah, yeah, it's real fun. Justin's got a movie coming out from Kevin called uh, Kill Kill World. Kill World. Yeah, when's it supposed to be coming out? Um, I talked to him a few days ago, and he said that they're working on the final edit, and that we should have a poster, or if not, a trailer by yeah. August. Okay. But we're for sure hitting the um, film festivals. We have the film festival circuits in this fall, so I imagine a 2020 release. Cool. But who knows with them? I don't know. What's the movie about? Can you tell us? Um, it's about Kilroy, the meme. It's a World War II meme. Uh, the first meme, apparently, 
and he took, he had a Krampus script, and Krampus got made by some other cats, so he was like, ah, oh, threw it in the gutter, and then him and Andy McElfrish, uh, who was a producer on it, got together, and they wrote a script based around if Kilroy, this meme, was an actual person. So they'd kind of break it down into several stories within one film. Right. And he balances the scales of justice. So if you do wrong and you think you got away with it, Kilroy, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything about the set of The Walking Dead that uh, we might not know that you guys, uh, that my heart or we might be surprised to hear that you can think of? Hilltop. Hilltop was ridiculous. Oh, really? Going up to Hilltop was like you were on set of Lord of the Rings. Oh. It's a real place with real phone poles and it's gnarly. Yeah? yeah okay. The house is fake though. <laughs> the house is a shell, nothing inside. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird inside there. It's this massive mansion up on a hill, and you walk in, and you're like, whoa. Oh, sorry. It's pretty wild pulling yeah. up the pants, right? Yeah. yeah, it's surreal. Okay, um, obviously not trying to do the political thing or something like that, but based on a rumor because of the recent bills like Georgia's passed and Alabama's passed, and there's a rumor that Walking Dead might be moving to a different location. Can y'all confirm or deny that? Um, I live in Atlanta, so I'm in the middle of this right now. Um, <laughs> as of right now, there's so many, there's so much money funneled into Georgia right now for the film industry, and it would be, it hasn't passed yet. It's not a thing. It still has to be passed, and as of right now, there's so much kickback from every single district attorney, um, it, even if it does go through, no district attorney, in Atlanta at least, would prosecute. So even if it does happen. So as of right now, people are threatening. There was a comedian, I think last week, that didn't have a show in Atlanta because of it, which when you think about what it really boils down to, is it 60,000 jobs. Exactly. That if you moved, how is this going to affect the show, too? It, I don't think it would affect the show, but I definitely can tell you as far as economics of Georgia, it would kill it. No, no, questions. I just want to ask that the guys of... Okay, do you know what Epic Rapel's history is? Because I'm actually aware that there was a Walking Dead one episode with one guy from Walking Dead, one guy from another show, and he was a, and the Walking Dead guy was the sheriff. But I just wanted to ask if you guys were aware of that one. Yeah. Is that a YouTube show? What's no, it? it's a it's a, it's like an epic rap battle, and uh, Chandler Riggs was on it. It oh, was. Yeah. I know. I know they had one that was Rick versus Walter White. Yeah. That was pretty funny. I have. I've seen. I've seen him. Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, he he likes to. Moonlight as a DJ. No, he's those, things are, uh, those things are fun. Uh, they, and sometimes they're, you know, you, you know, when you're working on the show, you kind of hear about those things, and they kind of somebody's walking around with the fun. Have you seen this? You know, it's kind of cool. It's a fun tribute. Yeah, I think Tam, I think Tamara Riggs is going to school here in uh, here in Alabama. I think he's going to school at, at Auburn. Is that he? Georgia, I think. Oh, did he go to? I know he had been accepted to Auburn. So. I can tell you, as of right now, he's in LA. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's, okay. He's, he was accepted to Georgia, but he's in LA right now. Okay, okay. <laughs> Anybody else have any, any questions? Do you guys have any upcoming projects you want to uh, you want to talk about at all? Or that you can talk about? I know sometimes you can. But. <laughs> um, there's a, there's a sci-fi uh, film called Dropa that I think we're supposed to drop in the fall. I think it's films in the can. It's kind of like uh, they're kind of floating around with a sales agent, so they don't know who the distributor is going to be. Uh, but it's kind of a, a low-budget, high-concept sci-fi homage to Blade Runner. It's actually got James Hong uh, in it, and uh, I, uh, I I play I play an alien that looks human. And then sprouts into something else. Go figure. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's got bounty hunters and aliens on the run, and, and an old war. It's a real weird thing. It takes place in like uh, kind of the Gulf Coast of 
50 to 100 years in the future, and it's a kind of also with an, it, it assumes like an alternate timeline of the Cold War where, where uh, the Soviet Union had, uh, had basically taken over part of the West, and so right. there's a lot of Russian influence and imagery. It's, uh, it's as weird as it sounds. And it might be terrible, but I had a great time shooting yeah. it, and, uh, and, and, and I'm really proud of the filmmaker who got it done on, on basically a shoestring budget by just really uh, digging his heels in and, and uh, sweating it out. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what it looks like. Trailers look great. So. Nadine, do you have anything working on that you can talk about? I mean, I know you're, you're still on The Walking Dead, so you've got, you've got work now. Okay, well, your phone is buzzing. As, as a, your phone is ringing. As of last night, she was still on The Walking Dead. At this point, Angela would come. <laughs> no, um, I'm working on two projects. I, ironically, everything I do, I have, like, I'm in the, in the land of NDA, like, everything. Right. You know, I know one of the projects is uh, Zach. Uh, just tell us how was it working on that? Was it great? It was, it was really good. Yeah. He's a lot more. Um, and I always jack up the pronunciation of the name. Zach Galifianakis. Galifianakis. Yeah. yeah. Always mess up the, the pronunciation. We'll just call the untitled Zach Galifianakis project. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do that. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it was the way it was fun working on it. Yeah. He's very fun and um, really low key. I, I thought he would be like. Yeah. When's it, when's it come out? Supposed to be in June. All right. With a June, July, going into July. Okay. Just go to IMDb, I'm sure you can figure it out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever it says in post production. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, you got anything coming up that you're working on? Like she said, NDA. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I get to go to Hungary. I just cut all my hair for it, shaved off my beard. So, uh, Wednesday, I travel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. So, it's been insane. 
Uh, last week I did three overnight shoots back to back to back and went to all day teacher trainings. So if this con would have been last week, I would have been a complete walker at this point. <laughs> what? Where are we going? What are we talking about? But yeah, it's been pretty good and it's nice to know like the casting agencies in Atlanta that they can just text me and say, hey, come in and do this feature part or hey, come in and do stand-in tonight. Like it's just like constant. Now. And if this whole fourth grade thing doesn't work out, you've got something to fall back on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. I had that question, we had that, that discussion of if, if a part ever came up that was like your dream thing, would you leave teaching? And I was like, well, I'm a logical person and it would have to be a part that would be comparative to currently what I make now teaching. And if it was, I'd be like, all right, see ya. But my principal would be like, see ya, if you need to come back, you know, you're right here, here's your room. <laughs> do your students know that you've been on the walk with They do. Okay. There is a thing called Google. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Googleable, and it's horrible because they didn't know. I just moved to a new school last year, and nobody knew except my principal because she's super fan, super Walking Dead fan, like massive. And they found out in February. It took them all the way to February, y'all. I was so excited. And they were like, I had one little boy walk up to me and he goes, Miss Behind, you were in Walking Dead. And I was like, I looked at him like, shh, don't say it too loud, don't say it too loud. <laughs> and he was looking at me and I was like, maybe? And he was like, but I saw you, I saw a picture, I saw a picture. And then within a week, everybody that was, when they got on the computer and should have been doing work on the computer, it was, Google Miss Behind, figure out what she's doing. <laughs> um. Jason, I have two questions that someone from work asked me to ask you because they're big Dragon Ball Z fans. Okay. So, has Goku surpassed Beerus' abilities? Not yet. Not yet, okay. And is Whis as powerful as Beerus? Uh, arguably, he's more powerful, yep. but it's a different kind of power. So you, you can tell him I, I said it. The, the very, you know, Beerus is a destroyer god. And, and Whis is his attendant. But then we find out, of course, early on that Whis also trains Beerus. So there's this weird galactic cosmic thing happening. And, right. you know, so, uh, yeah, that's uh, it's, uh, interesting. Interesting dynamics in that show. You also play Satan on Preacher. I did play Satan on Preacher. How, how did that come about? Um, you know, again, I auditioned for it. Uh, I got I, I got a call audition for it, and, and uh, I just uh, I loved the, uh, the the writing was just was spot on. And uh, I thought, well, here's yet another AMC show. It's like my third AMC show, and like you know, for no no rhyme or reason, you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I, uh, I I turned in my uh, my my audition and. Uh, they were, I mean, they were back. They were back at me really quickly, and before I knew it, I was. Uh, I don't know if I even flew out to Atlanta. I, before I knew it, I was out in L.A. at uh, K&B Studios, which is uh, Greg's, uh, Greg Nicotero's place out there, and we did a full body from from mid, you know, mid uh, calf all the way up to the top of my yeah. head uh, to create that character and uh, to do the mold for that character. And, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it, you know, the, the thing about that was, you know, they wanted a very classic comic book looking version of Satan, much like you have in the Preacher comics. Right. Um, uh, but they also wanted him to have personality. And, uh, uh, and so, you know, the, the trick of course is you're performing through because you know my entire face was covered. They, right. they, they used my face as the mold, but then they built on top of that. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but yeah, pretty intense experience. Not just you know obviously getting into getting into wardrobe costume every day, uh, but but trying to be, deliver a, 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 a meaningful performance through uh, through just the cooking. Yeah, just yeah. Cooking. You're cooking all the time, and of course. You're thinking, look, I'm in this now. The clock is ticking, right? Uh, I don't know if you've ever if you've done, but if you've done, done any kind of latex type of, uh, you know, there's there's a period of time where you're kind of like fresh, and then as you as the day goes on, you're sweating. <laughs> yeah. It's hot. Right. 
glue is starting to come apart, and I'm like, all right, we're out. You know, the, you know, threat, I, threat bubbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and then and then that's when you really start to sort of feel the weight of kind of like set time. Which is when I'm ready now, so let's go now. And like, but you know, you're dependent on like 40 to 60 other people also being ready in the camera department and in electrics and in every, you know, everything and everyone has to be right. And if the scene that came before you is kind of still, you know, wrapping up, you know, and I'm being, I'm like, I'm usually very, very patient. Like, I can just bliss out on set and read a book and not care. But once I was in that, I was like, let's get this done because I feel like I'm suffocating. And uh, I think my longest day in costume as the character, I think it went on to like eight hours, which is ridiculous. Wow. Um, so, but, it, you know, things you do for love, right? <laughs> Justin, I haven't seen any pictures from uh, Kilroy. Does, does Kilroy wear a lot of makeup? There are no pictures. There, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's why I haven't seen That's that. That's why I haven't seen <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, does full body latex. Oh, okay. Full body latex, I had to go in and uh, they put the straws on my nose uh-huh. and they dip my whole head in it. Yeah. I was freaking out. <laughs> freaking out. Did you go to KB? No, I'm Chatsworth? Bob Gertzman. Oh. He used to be real tight with uh, uh, Gage, or yeah. Greg. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, a lot of big Well, I know Kevin has done a string of films in the last few years where he's dealt a lot in the, in the, in the prosthetics and stuff with uh, Tusk and Yoga Hosers and but stuff like that. But we were able to, because uh, there's a lot of scenes that like, you weren't, it depends on like the frame you're using and the, and the lens they're using. So there was a lot of times where they were able to just airbrush. Oh, okay. And I had to wax my legs. <laughs> Ladies, any y'all wax? God bless you. Because <laughs> that is no joke. One thing. Yeah. I'm telling you. They had to wax my arms, they had to wax my legs. I mean, and the, thank, thankfully, I was able to keep the man sweater. <laughs> but uh, yeah, full, full latex. It was falling off, but they were able to airbrush me when it wasn't. You know, we, were, we had to talk Kevin into that. He didn't know. And we were like, what? And he's like, oh, okay. So, yeah. Nadine, have you ever had to do uh, latex work on camera? No. I, I mean, not to say I'm not vaping, because those Julys in Atlanta, when you're fully covered, my hair is fully covered from head, and it's like shirt, overalls, sweater on top, like it's layered. Um, so none of her skin can show. But it's, yeah, I've faked away that, but no, I had to bear it. What time of year do you guys usually August. Is it, yeah, so like the worst it's part. Between like May and November. What year is the hottest? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 When I and when I when I went to wardrobe, they had this parka with a huge fuzzy thing. Yeah. And like what Mike was wearing, and <laughs> they put it on me. I was like, I gotta wear this. And then I, I remember from comic book, it's like the exact same coat. So I'm like, okay. And it was like down. It was like a down jacket, and it was like t shirt, flannel, some strappy thing, and then this coat. And I was like, I'm gonna fight this? How long did you have to wear that? I didn't have to wear it, I ended up scrapping it. Oh, I was about to say, wouldn't they? But I still was, I was still wearing a hoodie. Yeah. I still wearing a zip up. For some reason, they love layers. Like they, they love layers. Love layer, they, they love layers, and it's excruciating. Like <laughs> I don't understand. They can't put everybody in a t-shirt. Well, <laughs> that's what you would be wearing. It was what you would be wearing if you yeah. were in Atlanta in July. It's funny how they do that. To like they like they build the character like in your absence. I mean, the wardrobe department builds that character. I mean, you have a certain color scheme. You have certain patterns in your in your clothing, and you can just tell. Like, Oh, well, that's something Tobin would wear, or not, you know. And, and uh, of course, for Tobin, he wears a lot of flannel type stuff. But it's got to be a certain yeah, look, or it wouldn't be. Storyboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's very consistent. Um, but I'm so thankful. You know, my first, for whatever reason, the first season I was on the show, and this went all the way up midway through six, I think, maybe to the end. Um, they had given me a pair of boots. And there were these heavy steel toe work boots. Yeah. I mean, sure, it looks like something he would have worn, but right. please, come on. It was, it, Georgia boots? Oh, my gosh. These were legit. They so, felt like so they were like 15 that. pounds. And, and then, 
yeah, and I'm running. We're like running with guns, and like we're all. You know, at one point, there's a scene where I'm like, I'm gonna be real badass, you know, in this scene because we're all like firing machine guns at, at you know, uh, Negan's crew as they're leaving Alexandria, and I'm like, as the camera pans and catches me shooting, but we're also chasing him, so I'm jumping off of this porch, which was a ridiculous idea, and I've got these boots on. And yeah. like my, it's like I'm landing with the weight of the boots and then my knees, and I'm like, you know, it's just again things you do for love. But like when when I think we switched uh, wardrobe uh, uh, supervisors after that season, and the first thing I said when I met the new wardrobe supervisor was like, please can I have a different pair of boots? <laughs> yeah, and she put me in the most comfortable like sort of you know like work shoe. You know, like tennis shoes, but like work shoes. They like to look totally appropriate. Right. Very fine. Yeah. And you know, it like how often? How often are you actually looking at your the character's footwear? Almost never. Yeah, yeah. On a long shot, you might see them, but most everything is waist up or like right here. So yeah. I should have asked a long time ago. When when I felt like when I was doubling for Carl, like season three, he had like full riot gear on, and that was miserable. Like, absolutely miserable. I remember, like, going in there and they're like, okay, put this on. No, go put this on. And I was like, three layers. Go put this on. And then I put the boots on and then they strapped the, like, they put, like, the, the gun holsters on my legs. And I was like, okay, this is cool. And they put the hat on me and I was like, now I'm hot. And then they put the guns on me in the holsters and I'm like, this is heavy. <laughs> so, like, I'm running and I'm, like, holding the gun and I'm like, my leg is heavy and the boots are heavy and yeah it's been going to tie you sweat and you feel like you're in the apocalypse literally (laughs) anybody have any uh any questions they want to ask at all you guys going to be here all weekend she's got one she just doesn't want to ask she's trying to coordinate it (laughs) (laughs) are you guys going to be here all weekend you have any other panels uh that you're going to be on I've got a Dragon Ball panel tomorrow in the afternoon. Dragon Ball Super, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball. Anybody? Anybody? Dragon Ball, all things Dragon Ball. I have a panel tonight at seven that is all things all things horror movie related. I love horror movies. That's where my heart really is. Um, if you would like to come to that, we're just going to be talking horror movies, sharing our thoughts, feelings, opinions. Hanging out, and then we have I have a panel Sunday. I have a panel Sunday that's the women women who kick ass. Yeah, yeah, I think we're on that panel together. Sunday, I think it's at twelve. Twelve. I can tell you. It's twelve or one. It's like this is my teacher brain. I took a picture of it, y'all. I'm excited because I did get to. I I didn't fight. I'm ready to tell how, how fun it is to kick. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> uh, it is. Watch the best, though. You're like trying to eat, there's zombies everywhere. You're lifting up your guts. Oh. Sunday at 12. Sunday at 12. Um, yeah, we've, I think they used to like let all, those, like all the walkers eat with like the main cast. And then they made them go sit like in a separate place. Because you were grossing the actors. Because you were grossing people out, and I was like, "Well, who cares?" Um, and we kind of all eat together. Yeah, y'all all eat together now. Um, when I when I was there, I would see like Chandler and all of them, and I would be like in zombie stuff, and like William would catch my eye and be like, "Savannah, come eat with us," and I'm like. They're gonna yell at me. I can't go in there. And I'd sit down there and eat. And Greg would just look past and he's like, "All right, okay, all right. You're sitting with them. That's fine." <laughs> Has being in stuff like this affected the way you watch horror movies? I mean, can you watch a horror movie and actually get scared now, or are you just looking at it as, "Well, that's a lot of corn syrup," or you know, "That's a lot of latex," or something like that? Um, I look at it from like a lot of different perspectives because even before I did Walking Dead, I did um, haunted houses. Uh-huh. So I did haunted houses. And now it's uh, like thirteen years. Yeah. Um, and so I look at it like that, and then but there are a few movies that do scare me. Okay. Like they're very rare. Um, I don't see like pop scare movies as scary to me. Like it has to really like 
get under your skin. Yeah. Like yeah. most recently, um, I guess this is considered horror, but I saw the movie Us. Yeah. Um, and that really scared me from a different perspective, just internally. Like I was frightened for myself. <laughs> yeah, more psychological than anything. Than anything. Yeah. What uh, what what's out in theaters or on TV right now that you guys are into? I mean, I know we joked earlier that you don't get to watch a lot of TV, but what kind of stuff, when you do get a chance to watch, what do you watch? Uh, Better Call Saul, um, uh, uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel, yeah. uh, fantastic, uh, Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's about all I have time for. I, so, I've been watching Chernobyl and that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm sure always great. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I have a very addictive personality, so... <laughs> And the weird thing is I don't watch stuff that's got a lot of things because I know that I'll like binge watch. Right, yeah. You know, and I'm a really sappy person, so I'm like a this is us type of person. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, so like, like anything where I can cry, I'm like that. I, the last thing that I watched was Shaz Shazam because Cooper was like, have you seen it? <laughs> I have not. And he was like, oh, you're going to go see it this week in the store. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I. Not enough hours in the day. <laughs> we do end up, because I have kids, we do end up seeing pretty much anything at the theater yeah. that is like acceptable for, you know, kids from, you know, like seven to 16 yeah. to watch. So we, we've seen all the Marvel yes. movies and we saw Shazam. Yeah. How many times have you seen Frozen? Okay, <laughs> Looking forward to Frozen 2. Well, we avoid that. Yes, we, we just, you know. Frozen 2? Yes, I am. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I am looking forward to that. Hayao Miyazaki's films are really great. Though. Uh, Toy Story 4 came out today. I know. I'm like sad right now. <laughs> I, felt like that was a, I felt like that was a complete trilogy. Why did they need yeah. a Toy Story 4? Yeah. Toy Story 3 ended when I was, you know, like, because Andy goes off to college, and it was literally at the same time that I was going off to college, and it just, I cried. I saw for all these little children around, and I'm sobbing, like, my whole world, this is my life. Uh, I watched, okay, my guilty pleasure right now is Riverdale. I'm, like, super yeah. into it. I can't stop watching it. I was watching it last night on the Roku in our hotel room. Um, my husband's about to kill me because he's like, stop watching Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you the number one reason why Toy Story 4 came out, and it's because they just opened the Toy Story world in Disney World, and they, they want people to come to it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Disney likes money, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm also extreme. Okay, so we're going to get started on Chucky Movie because I'm going to save that for the horror panel, but I have mixed feelings, but my... The Sausage Twins that direct uh, a lot of films that I love and they're horror movie directors. Uh, they said it was great and I extremely value their opinion. So I will go see it. It's an open mind. Yeah, Well, I mean, he did great as a joker for years. So. Anybody else have any questions? Alright, everybody give yeah. a hand on our welcome to Thanks, guys. Be sure you like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. You can contact us by email at mail at cosmicpotato.com or send us a voicemail or text message to 205-642-8380. Help the show grow by giving us a five-star rating on iTunes. Thank you for joining us for Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast.